Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to New Heights Educational Group Radio Show. My name is Kevin Behan, your host for New Heights Educational Group. Today's show name is Tips for... Um, today's show name is... How to access technology as a learning tool for students and the effects of technology on youth. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. So today we're going to talk a little bit about technology and its use as a tool for education in young children more specifically today. And then we'll probably talk about teens in a different radio show. So. What I'm going to read a little bit from is a joint position statement for the National Association for the Education of Young Children and the Fred Rogers Center for Early Learning and Children's Media at St. Vincent's College. So it's titled, Technology as an Interactive Media Tool in Early Childhood Programs, Serving Children from Birth through the Age of Eight. So just a little introduction. Television was once the newest technology in our homes and then came videos and computers. Today's children are growing up in a rapidly changing digital age that is far different from that of their parents and grandparents. A variety of technologies are all around us in our homes, offices, and schools. When used wisely, technology and media can support learning and relationships, enjoyable and engaging shared experiences that optimize the potential for children's learning and development, can support children's relationships with both adults and their peers. Thanks to a rich body of research, we know much about how young children grow, learn, play, and develop. There has never been a more important time to apply principles of development and learning when considering the use of cutting-edge technologies and new media. 
When the integration of technology and interactive media in early childhood programs is built upon solid developmental foundations and early childhood professionals are aware of both the challenges and opportunities, educators are positioned to improve quality by intentionally leveraging the potential of technology and media for the benefit of every child. So basically, technology is definitely here to stay and the increasing presence of newer and newer technology and more interactive technology, especially as it comes to education, is creating a field in which educators are looking to utilize this technology more so than they are now and definitely trying to figure out the effects of this technology on the learning and developing process of young children and how it can affect their ability to learn and grow as healthy young adults. So here's just a statement. How the issues, technology, and interactive media are here to stay. Young children live in the world of interactive media. They're growing up at ease with digital devices that are rapidly becoming the tools of the culture at home, at school, at work, and in the community. Technology tools for communication, collaboration, social networking, and user-generated content have transformed the mainstream culture. In particular, these tools have transformed how parents and families manage their daily lives and seek out entertainment, how teachers use materials in the classroom with young children and communicate with parents and families, and how we deliver teacher education and professional development. The pace of change is so rapid that society is experiencing a disruption almost as significant as when there was a shift from oral language to print literacy and then again to the print and then again when the printing press expanded access to books and printed word. The shift to new media literacies and the need for digital literacy that encompasses both technology and media literacy will continue to shape the world in which young children are developing and learning. The prevalence of electronic media in the lives of young children means that they are spending an increasing number of hours per week in front of and engaged with screens of all kinds, including televisions, computers, smartphones, tablets, handheld game devices, and game consoles. The distinction among these devices, the content, and the user experience has been blurred by multi-touch screens and movement-activated technologies that detect and respond to child movement. With guidance, these various technology tools can be harnessed for learning and development. Without guidance, usage can be inappropriate or interfere with the learning and development of a child. So here are some concerns. There are concerns about whether young children should have access to technology and screen media in early childhood programs. Several professional and public health organizations and child advocacy groups are concerned with child development and health issues such as obesity have recommended that passive non-interactive technology and screen media not be used in early childhood programs and that there be no screen time for infants and toddlers. Now, what non-interactive media is, it can include television programs, DVDs, and streaming media that has no interactive abilities between the child and the media source. So they suggest not having any passive media exposed to these children. That this organization that has produced this study is also concerned about child development and child health issues and has have considered them carefully when developing the statement that they're putting on right now. There is conflicting evidence on the value of technology in children's development. 
Educators and parents have been cautioned about the negative impact of background television, passive use of screen media, and the relationship between media use and child obesity. And child obesity, we talked about a lot in uh, past radio shows, if you want to talk want to check it out. Possible negative outcomes have also been identified such as irregular sleep patterns, behavioral issues, focus and attention problems, decreased academic performance, negative impact on socialization and language development, and the increase in the amount of time young children are spending in front of screens. However, research findings remain divided and therefore can be confusing to educators and parents. Some children's media researchers have found no evidence to support that the belief that screen media are inherently harmful to the child. The evidence from public broadcasting's Ready to Learn initiative suggests that when television shows and electronic resources have been carefully designed to incorporate what is known as effective reading instruction, they can serve as positive and powerful tools for teaching and learning. Similarly, Wainwright and Weinberger Another study that was conducted in 2006 concluded that while critics have issued many warnings against television and computers and their negative effects on children's learning, the most logical conclusion to be drawn from the existing scholarly literature is that the educational content is what matters, not the format in which it's presented. In short, there are some educationally valuable television shows, websites, and other digital media and there are some that are less valuable or educationally worthless. So basically, to sum up this little paragraph here, when deciding whether or not technology is useful or harmful in the development and learning process of young children, you really want to look at the educational quality of the technology more so than the media outlet, whether it's a DVD versus television program or interactive media. Additionally, um, development in the appropriate practices must guide decisions about whether and when to integrate technology and interactive media into early childhood programs. So basically, this is saying that you want to make sure that the education that you have, the um, technology that you have to, in use for education is appropriate for the user. So you want to make sure that the children, whatever age they are and ability that they are, that they can interact with these technology these technological tools appropriately and get the most out of it. What you don't want to have is this extremely complex program that children and teachers have problems using, and therefore it's rendered useless by both the teacher and the child to gain any sort of educational experience out of that program. Above all, the use of technology tools and interactive media should not harm children and should be healthy cognitively for these children. The healthy social, emotional, and physical and linguistic development of a whole child is as important as a digital in the digital age as it ever was. Access to technology, tools, and interactive media should not exclude, diminish, or interfere with child, children's healthy communication, social interactions, play, or other developmentally appropriate activities with peers, family members, and teachers. Technology and media should never be used in ways that are emotionally damaging, physically harmful, disrespectful, degrading, dangerous, exploitive, or intimidating to children. Just as early childhood educators always have encouraged, have been encouraged and advised to monitor and apply the latest research findings in areas such as health and child development, so too should they be con continually monitoring and accessing research findings on emerging in issues related to technology. 
to make sure that their children that they teach are receiving the best educational care that they can possibly receive out of the technology that they have. This also means an important point that the statement makes is that the children shouldn't be exposed to these media tools, even regardless of how useful they are, more so than they are able to work on their skills physically to play, to interact with other children. So as we talked about in our past radio shows about development and child care, especially in the early stages of children's development, social interaction and play and things like that are very important to the development of a healthy child, and you definitely don't want to diminish that by having them in front of a screen too much, even though having them exposed to these technological tools can be of use in developing certain social behaviors or having certain playtime activities through technology can also be beneficial in their development, and you don't want to overexpose them is the main point of this statement. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Also, effective uses of technology and media are active, hands-on, engaging, and empowering. Like we said, especially children at a young age don't like, um, don't have very long attention spans sometimes. And so you really want to engage the child in the activities that you're going to be participating in, especially if you're an educator. You want hands-on, engaging, and empowering, give the child control, provide adaptive scaffolds to ease the accomplishment of tasks, and use many options to support the child's learning. To align and integrate technology and media with other core experiences and opportunities, young children need tools to help them explore, create, problem solve, consider, think, listen, and view critically, make decisions, observe, document, research, investigate ideas, demonstrate learning, take turns, and learn from one another. Effective technology tools connect on-screen and off-screen activities with emphasis on co-viewing and co-participation between adults and children and their peers. These tools have potential to bring adults and children together for shared experience rather than keeping them apart. For example, a caregiver may choose to read a story in the traditional print form or as an interactive ebook on electronic device. When experienced in the context of human interaction, these different types of engagements with media become very similar. Early book reading and other joint adult-child exploration can include co-being or co-media engaging, growing concerns that television viewing and computer games are taken away from physical activities, and outdoor play can be offset by the use of technology and interactive media that encourage outdoor exploration and documentation of nature or that integrate physical activity and encourage children to get up and be mobile rather than just sit passively in front of the screen. Additionally, interactions with technology and media should be playful and support creativity, exploration, pretend play, active play, and outdoor activities. Play is central to children's development and learning. Children's interactions with technology and media mirror their interactions with other play materials and include sensory motor or practice play, makes believe play and games with rules. Therefore, young children 
need opportunities to explore technology and interactive media in playful and creative ways. Appropriate experiences with technology and media allow children to control the medium and the outcome of the experience, to explore the functionality of these tools and to pretend how they might be used in real life. Increasingly, educational media producers are exploring the learning power of interactive games and collaborative play involving children and their family members or teachers. Digital games fall into similar category as board games and other self-correcting learning activities with the same opportunities and cautions related to children's development tool stages. When used appropriately, technology and media can also enhance children's cognitive and social abilities. Technology and media, media offer opportunities to extend learning in early childhood settings, much in the same way other materials such as blocks, manipulatives, art materials, play materials, books, and writing materials can. Screen media can expose children to animals, objects, people, landscapes, activities, and places that they cannot experience in person. Technology can also help children save, document, revisit, and share their real-life experiences through images, stories, and sounds. The active, appropriate use of technology and media can support and extend traditional materials in valuable ways. Research points to positive effects of technology in children's learning and development, both cognitive and social. Additional research is needed to confirm the positive outcomes of technology tools in children's language and vocabulary and development, logical mathematical understanding, problem-solving skills, self-regulation, and social skills and development. Technology tools can also help educators make and strengthen home-school connections. With technology becoming more prevalent as a means of sharing information and communicating with one another, early childhood educators have an opportunity to build stronger relationships with parents and enhance family engagement. Early childhood educators always have had a responsibility to support parents and families by sharing knowledge about child development and learning. Technology tools offer new opportunities for educators to build relationships, maintain ongoing communication, and exchange information and share online resources with parents and families. Likewise, parents and families can use technology to ask questions, seek advice, share information about their child, and feel more engaged in the program and their child's experiences there. Technology tools such as smartphones, mobile devices, and apps offer new and more affordable ways for busy family members to communicate, connect to the internet, and access information and social media tools they need to stay in touch with their families, their child's teachers, and caregivers. Internet-based communication tools also offer new opportunities for video calling, conferencing when face-to-face media meetings are not possible. The same technology tools can connect children to other family members who live at a distance. Technology and media can enhance early childhood practice when integrated into the environment, curriculum, and daily routines. Successful integration of technology and media into early childhood programs involves the use of resources such as computers, digital cameras, software applications, and the internet. Also, when in relation to children with special needs, I know that technology has been a very, very important part of being able to assist these children to learn equally 
as other children with not who doesn't don't have special needs. For children with special needs, technology has been proven to have many potential benefits. Technology can be a tool to augment sensory input or reduce distractions. It can provide support for cognitive processing or enhancing memory and recall. The variety of adaptive and assistive technologies ranges from low-tech toys with simple switches to expensive, high-tech systems capable of managing complex environments. When used thoughtfully, these technologies can empower young children, increasing their independence and supporting their inclusion in classes with their peers. With adaptive materials, young children with disabilities can be included in activities in which they once would have been able to un- would been unable to participate. By using assistive technology, educators can increase the likelihood that children will have the ability to learn, move, communicate, and create. Technology has supported inclusive practices in early childhood settings by providing adaptations that allow children with disabilities to participate more fully. Augmentative communication devices, switches, and other assistive devices have become staples in classrooms that serve children with special needs. Yet with all of these enhanced capabilities, these technologies require thoughtful integration into early childhood curriculum. Educators must match technology to each child's unique needs, learning styles, and individual preferences. It's critically important that all early childhood teachers understand and are able to use any assistive technologies that are available to children with special needs in their classroom to extend similar or comparable technology and media-based opportunities to children, to other children in their classroom. So we're going to do just a little summary while we have about five minutes left. Basically, this big, long article on technology and the different effects can be a little bit tedious at times to read with all the research that goes into it, but it's definitely worth the read if you're interested in Seeing what I was reading from, you can visit www.naeyc.org slash files slash slash NAC, NAEYC positions PS technology PDF. And this has a little bit more in-depth information, some that I left out just because it's more technical information um, in regards to the research that was done to put forth this statement on technology. So basically, in summary, what the statement is trying to say is that technology has become an ever-growing part of our society, and therefore it is natural that it's becoming more present in our education systems and how Technology is now being utilized in early development centers, early childhood centers, and especially when dealing with early childhood and children that are just starting to develop and learn appropriate actions and developing their learning skills that will help them as they further on to higher levels of education, it is very important that they do not, that these technologies do not harm or negate the growth and development of child in such tender age in which most of the foundation of their skills and their ability to learn is built up during the age from pre-K up to elementary school. So, that's why a lot of extensive research was done to ensure that they could properly say that most technological advances in education provide appropriate and useful ways of helping children develop 
their learning skills, physical activities, their cognitive skills, their linguistic skills, and linguistics, for those of you who are unfamiliar, is the ability to understand language and helps them in those ways. But there are definitely some key points that the article wants to make when thinking about using technology at such an early age. One point is to make sure that technology is age-appropriate. You definitely, like I said, don't want to be in a situation in which the technology is too advanced for the age group that you're working in or not advanced enough, and so it bores the child and doesn't help the child engage in the productive and fun experience. You also want to make sure that the focus is mostly on the child and not on the technology. Again, technology is only supposed to serve as a tool for education and growth. It's not supposed to be the focus of the child's education and growth. But using this educate this technology as a tool can definitely enhance the child's growth and ability to become creative, problem solve, think critically, and other things that are important as the child develops onto a higher educational level. But you definitely want to focus on the child more than technology. Make sure that teachers are proficient in using the technology, so that way if the child has any issues using the technology, the teacher can quickly and appropriately assess these issues. You also want to make sure that students are not engaged all the time in these activities and looking at a screen regardless of how educational and how productive it may be. It still can't replace interactive time with their peers, their teachers, family members, and physical activities and playtime. It's definitely something that you don't want to replace regardless of how beneficial the technology may be. You also want to make sure that when students are engaged, however long they're engaged, that they are interacting with the technology and very much engaged and into the activity that they're doing. Like the article stated, you don't want to expose children to a lot of passive and non-interactive media, such as DVDs, TV, things like that. If you're going to expose your child to TV, there are plenty of programs, such as Dora the Explorer and other programs on TV that have interactive abilities, so your child feels more engaged and is getting more out of the experience. Again, just because it's very, very important, and a lot of people I know have issues with exposing their child to media, you definitely want to make sure that the exposure to media is balanced and that a lot of focus is on physical activity to limit the risk for childhood obesity. Or if you feel that your child is it's hard to sometimes it's hard to pull your child away from the T V or media devices. Get devices that encourage, like the article said, physical activity. There's a lot of games out there now that are very much physical games from either for the Connect or the Wii or the PlayStation Move that also engage children to be physically active, play games with their family, and socialize with other members, either of their family or the peers, if they're in a school setting. So thank you very much. Sorry, the phone is timing out. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this information is very useful. Um, like we said, there's a lot of pros and cons to technology, but it's definitely becoming a new source for students to use as they grow and develop. Next week, 
this topic is to be announced just because I may not be here necessarily, but that information will be up on the site by tomorrow at least. Thank you again for listening. Hope you have a pleasant day. If you're interested in New Heights Educational Group, you can contact us at 419-786-0247. Reach us at our email at newheightseducation at yahoo.com or visit us at www.newheightseducation.org. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.